hello and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are celebrating our third anniversary by talking about the three pillars of getting to good enough. I'm great. Happy anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. Three years. I know. That's excellent. It's, I'm just impressed by us. Like, (laughs) I think we should give ourselves high fives. That's right. Air high five. Excellent. (laughs) Um, We are, yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of us for sticking with it and uh, we've never, we haven't had a week where we didn't publish an episode in three years. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've met wonderful people who listen to the show and, mm-hmm. and have gotten such great feedback. And I don't know, I, I know it's made a difference in my life. And I feel like it's, it's helped a lot of listeners out there, too. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think it's made a difference in my life, too. It's interesting how much I think about perfectionism <laughs> now. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm confident we've helped others because we get some great feedback. So, yeah. yay, we love helping others, right? That's yes. What, we're, what it's all about. But the fact that, we, <laughs> that we're helping ourselves as well is a nice bonus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, when I think about, like, how far I've come in terms of perfectionism, it's mm-hmm. really sort of amazing. Like, when you put, I don't know, I feel like we've done Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I mean, you were already a recovering perfectionist when we started the podcast, but um, you've gone beyond. Yeah. Your, yeah. And so. it's just interesting, like keeping it in the forefront of my mind makes it so much easier to be okay with good enough and to, to really celebrate good enough and embrace it. And um, this sounds weird, but even strive for it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. I feel the same way. I love that. Strive for it. I mean, yeah. I don't think I used to consciously strive for it, but I do now. So yeah, yeah that's great. Well, I think this is a nice segue into uh, uh, our topic today. When we were talking about our um, anniversary, when we were together, uh, was that just two weeks ago? Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Time, you know. Yeah. Sometime. Uh, I think well, we, according to episodes, it was just last week. But in right. real life, um, I think it was like three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, well, in any case, we were uh, talking about what the, the fundamental nature, you know, what, what this all boils down to. And, then, and so we came up with three things, and there's three because... It's our third anniversary. If it were our 10th anniversary, who knows what we would have done. Um, <laughs> but um, I think we came up with three essentials that we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, the first one is uh, reflecting on our very first episode, which is done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Do we want to reveal all three? 
now or 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 string people along. <laughs> I don't think it's that great of a mystery. I bet people could guess what they are. Yeah, regular listeners especially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know, maybe it's a little contest. We can let people guess, and we'll talk about them one at a time. Whatever you want. (laughs) Well, I think I just want to tell. Okay, go for it. So number two is know your why. And, you know, we talk about that in pretty much every episode and how important that is in in helping you um, overcome perfectionism, let go of perfectionism. And then number three is embracing the idea that good enough is good enough. (laughs) Right. Things don't have to be perfect. Yeah. And I think many things. I think that's the thing for people who are really struggling for with perfectionism, that it's, it's can be difficult, especially when you sort of start on this journey to be okay with good enough to think that good enough is good enough. Right, exactly. And and that's really one of the big messages here. And, and, and and this actually makes me think of our um, working definition of perfectionism, which is one that I heard from Harold L. Taylor, the uh, time management guru in um, Canada who just turned 87 and is still working. Uh, wow. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, and that definition is um, a perfectionist is someone who spends more time on a task than it merits. And to me, that is such a good working definition because it leaves so much room for um, excellence and for mm-hmm. good enough and, and just gives you a guidepost for when you're starting to perhaps veer into unhealthy perfectionism right right and to take it back to our first pillar that done is better than perfect then you know if you're spending more time on a task than it merits oftentimes it doesn't get done or it doesn't get done in a timely manner right exactly and then then you're far from perfect right (laughs) Right. yeah 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 so I think, I mean, there are so many things in, in people's lives, including mine, that languish because of a striving to make it better or perfect or as, mm-hmm. good, as, as good as possible when, right. it, when you can just finish and then keep going, typically. There's usually, yeah. in my experience, so little repercussion for imperfection when it comes to everyday things. Right. Right. And I think um, the language that that shows up in my head a lot is I want to get it right. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. about getting it perfect, but I have this like, I want to get it right. And and that's why I, I might not finish something or might not even start something. Mm-hmm. And so um, thinking about this idea that done is better than perfect, um, you know, anything is better than nothing. <laughs> Uh, it it helps me get started and then helps me finish that like there's there's a million ways to get this right whatever it may be you know I I think I get stuck in thinking that there's a right way to do something when more often than not there are many ways that are good enough yeah or even right Mm mm-hmm um, I mean, there typically isn't one right 
way for most things in my life anyway. But yeah, and it's interesting to me how perfectionism most definitely gets in the way of both getting started and finishing, which is kind of, I mean, it makes it a very powerful thing, (laughs) doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like a big energy suck. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I think about like the, um, the genealogy guide that I worked on for so long, I mean, I didn't work on it that much. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I worked on it some and then it would languish for a long time because I was so afraid of calling it done. And, um, once I was able to decide it was finished, oh my goodness, uh, and then I could put the wheels in motion to actually sell it, and I actually made money. So, yay, and hope, hopefully helped people. Oh, yeah, um, I know you yeah. helped people. Yeah, so it's just so easy to, I think you're right, to worry about getting it right or making sure it's just as good as possible, when mm-hmm. really good enough often is good. But we'll get on that in the third pillar. Yes. Yes. Um, And then with the second one, know your why. I think we ended up sort of stumbling on that after recording a few episodes Mm -hmm. that we just kept coming back to that over and over again. And knowing why something is important to you really helps you recognize where good enough lies. Exactly. It was... It, it would just keep coming up spontaneously. Right. It, it, uh, the logic of the conversation just kept leading to it. And they realized, hey, I think we got something here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, it, it's such a key thing to rec- to help you recognize good enough. Uh, uh, and I, can we, I wonder if we can, come up with a quick example in case someone's listening to this for the first time. Because it comes up so frequently if you're trying to, um, identify when you can decide you're finished or get started on something knowing why you're doing it or wanting to do it makes all the difference um well we talked about this past episode with the relinquishing control episode with regard to your um working with getting your house built and right it was important to you you knew what was important to you about that process Right. And I, and I knew what was important to me about the outcome I wanted, you know, it, because I was building that house specifically to be a rental. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be very durable Mm -hmm. and I wanted it to look nice and sort of timeless. So I didn't want, you know, trendy fixtures or trendy colors for tile or anything like that but I wanted it I didn't want it to look basic either Mm -hmm. so you know sort of knowing why that was important to me because I I knew that I was I wanted it to be attractive and durable enough to last through renters over the years so I wouldn't feel like I needed to go in and and retile things or you know redo countertops or flooring or whatever um that I, I made my choices based on um, why that was important to me. Okay, got it. And it's such a great example because you could expect somebody who was renting a house or you know building a house to rent might think, okay, it's good enough for tenants. Right. And just go low end. Yeah. Uh, I feel as though I've lived in those apartments. Yes. <laughs> um, 
But but in fact, knowing that what you want to do is not have to be repairing this uh, this house between tenants. Yeah. And that durability was really important and attractiveness. So that you're attracting the you know you can ask for a a, a nice rent you know an appropriate yeah. rent. Um, that's really I love that example. Yeah, and and it so and it was interesting because it was there there was aspects of this know your why on that project both like I said, with the outcome and with the process, Mm -hmm. like in the process part of it, you know, that's more about the outcome. Like I I wanted this place to look nice. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful home and I wanted people to feel like they were living in a beautiful home, but I didn't want it to be fussy or um, uh, prone to breaking, you know, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then in the process, like I wanted to get to the end of the project without having spent the whole time feeling super stressed out and pulling my hair out. And so that's how, why I created the sort of the parameters of give me three choices. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was my why for that was like, I want to have this done and I don't want to hate doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that process allowed you uh, an outcome that is was good. I mean, you right. know, you, you got you're going to get something you liked. You just yes. didn't have to look at all the options to know that to to decide what you like. Right. Yeah. And it, and you know, it's a it's definitely a. Um, I feel like the the result of the project is is definitely better than good enough, mm-hmm. but operating you know it's sort of funny like operating in that good enough sphere really sort of the sum of all of those good enough decisions brought me to a really wonderful end point yeah that's interesting right it's a beautiful house and uh i'm sure anybody who lives i would like to i would like to live there i kind of would like to live there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i get that. We, we sort of think sometimes like, hey, maybe, you know, when we're like for real, for real empty nesters, like maybe we'd want it. That could be our like pied a terre in Portland. When, where are you otherwise in, when, if you have a pied a terre in Portland in your empty list life? Where, where I mean, would, oh, we would I buy mean, something usually, different, you know. In another location? Yeah. I see. Interesting little insight there. I'm <clears throat> perhaps it's St. Louis. <laughs> no, I, you were like choking trying to get that out. <laughs> oh no, it'll be in Portland probably. <laughs> but wait, you have a so. But doesn't a Pieta Terra place you have? Or maybe it's just this is this is like where we would be when we're not you know traveling. Oh, okay, that's what I was trying to get at. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So we will oh. definitely be visiting <clears throat> St. Louis. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. We will, um, but our pianotere will be on Shenandoah <laughs> <laughs> when you're in St. Louis. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, that 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 point you just made about the sum of a whole bunch of decisions based on a good enough um, embracing good enough adding up to something really special is really cool yeah 
And I hadn't really thought about that. But, um, you know, I sort of think about had I gone into that in this mindset that I talked about a minute ago of like, I want to get this right. Like, I really need to get this right. I think I would have been miserable during the whole project. And I might not have liked the result any better. Right. Or as much. Even. <laughs> or as much. Right. There, yeah. Wow. Let it be so, easy. Yes. Yes. You let that one be easy. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, all right. So we're on to our third pillar. Yes. Good enough is good enough. Right. And I, and I really think that's one of the hardest things. Like yeah. I mentioned at the beginning, that that's one of the hardest things to embrace. If you're, if you've really been in a perfectionistic mindset mm-hmm. for quite some time, it can be hard to let go and be okay with good enough. Mm-hmm. But it can be so beneficial to do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the exact point of the podcast, I guess. But I feel like since my driving uh, force is ease the thing that motivates you know my decisions as to how easy can i make it um good enough is so much easier than perfect yeah i I love it (laughs) but uh and i'm not i'm not someone who's um having to get past perfectionism so much but so to me it's so obvious why good enough is is great um but i do know from you and others that it really can be a tough thing to feel like it's desirable yeah, I mean, it feels like when when that sort of pops up for me, like there's an intense feeling. We did this little concrete project last weekend, and it was 100% not perfect, uh-huh. but it was just a temporary safety fix until we could get the professionals in to, to fix the issue. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it was really funny. I said to Mike afterwards, I'm like, did you notice that I didn't get perfectionistic about it? And he's like, I did notice that. Was that hard? And I said, it was horrible. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> but it was it was really funny. Like, I'm looking at this and it's like, oh, that is not good. Like, it, I could almost have this visceral reaction to like, I want to make this better. Like, this could be so much better. And it's like, this is good enough. And in that case, it was easy because it's like temporary. Um, I don't have to look at it all the time. And so that it was a good opportunity for me to practice like letting go and letting good enough be good enough. Yeah, oh, that's great. And also, it fixed if it's concrete, changing it would have probably taken a lot of time that it absolutely didn't merit since it was temporary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we could have done more. Like, I could have really mm-hmm. sort of micromanaged the whole thing and, like, gone back after um, Mike and our uh, youngest son helped with it and gone back after what they did and, you know, oh. done it to, to what I thought was a more reasonable standard but I kept reminding myself this fixes the problem it's good enough (laughs) fixes the problem it's good enough right that's excellent yeah and also I kept thinking about like I don't need to spend more time on this like I kept coming back to that definition of perfectionism Mm -hmm. of it this does not merit more time Mm -hmm. it is this is good enough it took us half the time we thought it would 
um, which is great. Yeah. So yeah, really, we fixed the problem. It's good enough. It took less time than we expected. Let's go get breakfast. <laughs> oh my goodness, you did all that before breakfast. Wow. <laughs> it was a late breakfast, but still. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah. I feel like it's it instead of like a muscle you need to build, it's like a muscle you need to stretch. Um, that like it, if your tendency is towards perfectionism, it's like you're sort of flexed and, and, um, tight in that way. And being okay with good enough is about stretching and getting more flexible and, and, um, seeing more possibilities. Oh, nice. Wow. That's a great analogy or metaphor or whatever it was. Yeah. And, it, you know, I may never be able to do the splits, <laughs> uh-huh. but, you know, I can do a forward fold. So, right. you know, and I just think about it in that way. Like it's a it's you're always sort of stretching a little bit more. And and so every, every little opportunity you find to do a little stretching helps. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, doing it on the things that don't matter as much, but where you still sort of get that tinge that you might want to, like, do a little more and just letting it be easy on the things that don't matter so much to you. Mm-hmm. Um, make it easier for you to do it for the bigger things. Yeah, that's great. So it's sort of like the little stuff you're in, perf- you're in uh, good enough training. Right. Training, training for good enough. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're building a house and you're embracing good enough and getting something amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like it's important to recognize and you just bringing up those two um, situations is that it's not about like, oh, you're no longer perfectionist and you never have to worry about this again. And if you do, there's something wrong. It's really that, you know, if you have a tendency towards this, it's probably the tendency you're going to lean towards, you know, when you're under stress or when you aren't sure about something. And so just recognizing that, you know, because the house project where like, man, I embrace good enough. That was three, almost four years ago. And here last weekend, I was still bumping up this like jittery, like that's not good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's good enough. So it's just, I just am bringing that up that, um, you know, if you have a tendency towards this, it's going to keep coming up. So, you know, give yourself some grace and some, cut yourself some slack that to work through it as it comes up. Right. And stretching those muscles and creating that awareness will help you recognize it. And mm-hmm. before you get lost in the throes of, I mean, before you've spent way more time, perhaps, than something merits. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what I have to say about those three pillars for now. Yeah. It's like 160 episodes in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 160 episodes. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Yay, us. Yay. And yay, our listeners. Thank you guys for listening to this. Yeah, I mean, we would not continue doing this if you weren't listening. So we appreciate you um, uh, 
showing up, listening, sharing your insights, letting us know how things are going for you, which we always love for you to do. And you can do that on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can also head over to gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment in the show notes. And then my favorite is to leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. And, you know, if you wanted to call and give us a little congratulations on our third anniversary, we would be happy to hear it. (laughs) Not that we're begging or anything. (laughs) We just like to celebrate. Yes, we're we're in celebration mode. <laughs> yes. So until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. It makes me just like when I have a live in person getting to good enough thing. Yeah, we could be like Dax and Monica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>